Support for the Pocket Now podcast comes from Caseta by Lutron. A lot of people think you need smart bulbs to get smart lighting, but there's a smarter way with Caseta smart lighting control from Lutron. Caseta smart dimmers and switches replace the switch in your wall so that all of the lights controlled by that switch will act smart. You get the best of both worlds, smart lighting control from an app or your voice and control right at the switch. I'm actually using Caseta Smart Lighting right now, and one great product that they have is the plug-in adapter. It goes right into the plug in your wall, and anything plugged into it can be controlled remotely using the remote, but also using a Wi-Fi bridge that connects it to my home Wi-Fi. Using the app at that point on my Android smartphone, I can not only control what is plugged into it, but also set schedules, which has been a very useful feature. So get smart lighting the smart way with Caseta by Lutron Smart Switches. Learn more about Caseta at Lutron.com slash weekly. That's Lutron.com slash weekly. All right, we have a rare occurrence where TK Bay is actually not remoting in. He's actually here in the office, which is awesome, is be able to do like a face-to-face -face talk. And I've been trying to do that for a while, so this is... <laughs> this is uh... It's been in the works, but yeah, finally been able to actually uh, drive down. We're not too far, but uh, scheduling has always been an issue. So I'm, I'm really happy that we were able to work it out. Well, thanks for coming by, especially if, like, so this guy probably has a ton of jet lag right now. Um, has it been really bad? Because you just came back from, from China. I just came back from China the week before that. I, well, the week before was me recovering from Tokyo, and then <laughs> there was the New York thing. So yeah, the last three weeks have been... Um, all over the place. I'm trying to stabilize oh, and then uh, that catch that train that just passed by. Yeah, this is the very common occurrence in San Dimas. <laughs> I want to know about this China trip because yeah. I, okay, so I wasn't uh, on this particular Huawei trip where it was a, basically a media tour, right? It was uh, it's basically a media tour, uh, but more just so kind of getting the... Uh, uh, yeah, media tour would be the best way to describe it. I'm trying to trying to describe it a little bit better, but really, it just it was a media tour of uh, you know some of their different facilities. Yeah. We got to talk about the, you know some of the uh, we actually got to see some new well not new hardware, but essentially a, the Mate X, which mm -hmm. was really nice. And then uh, we also had an opportunity to meet up with Honor, which was a nice little surprise at the end. They uh, they changed it up on us, but uh, yeah, it was a good trip. Okay, so the, I wanted to sort of go into some of the nuances of the trip because. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I mean, if anybody follows TK or even Jaime, Jaime was there. Um, yeah. And we all, uh, me included, followed everyone on IG stories, on social media and whatnot, mm -hmm. and watched as, honestly, you guys seem to be having pretty much a grand old time. And it, I guess the question on everybody's mind is that, like, Huawei is still in the midst of the craziness in the US. Yeah. The, the latest news, um, which I may or may not have pulling up right now on the screen, is that Huawei was given yet another 90-day extension. Yeah, so that was something that uh, they were, con at the time, obviously they didn't know they had the extension. So uh, the, uh, the conversations were all around, you know, what will happen uh, come the, you know, the Monday, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And I guess my question here then is, what did Huawei communicate to what was a group of basically Western media? about where all of that lies because there's been a lot of news with huawei like their 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 operating system is now basically official it it is and it mm -hmm. actually uh, they we did see a, a demo of it on during that uh, honor experience mm -hmm. so that was on their tv so they were oh. running they were running it on as a tv os but uh it operated or at least it functioned similarly to uh, the way their desktop mode is on their android devices so i wouldn't i'm mm -hmm. not surprised to it, they didn't show it to us running on any smartphone 
they also didn't say that they would run it on a smartphone. They yeah. said basically they're still committed. It's they repeated basically what we heard before was that they're committed to Android. Um, their goal is to try to work out and find a way a way to get the software, uh, get the updates, and figure out what's going on. So yeah. in their mind. At the time, at least when we were sitting with them, uh, their message was pretty much: we would like to work with what we can, what we can do to fix things and move forward. Um, but they didn't explain to us any kind of like Plan B or what can yeah. we do if, if let's say you know Monday comes around and then suddenly the you know Android is no longer, uh, you know, I mean it's not really no longer available. So it's it's the 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 licensing only affects future versions of Android. The existing versions of Android that already have the Play Store are fine. It's just new versions of their devices won't get certified, aka let's say the new ones that are coming out. So that the, the ban is a little bit of a. So are they are they willing to? Okay, the word's not willing. Are they going to still develop their upcoming devices? Let's say um, the anticipated Mate 30 Pro, P40, uh, whatever the case may be. I don't, mm -hmm. Who knows what the naming convention will be. But if they don't have Android certifications, will it be, it, they called it Harmony OS, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it had Harmony, I think it was like Hanmin. Uh, Hanming a, was Han, one. Yeah, yeah, that's the other. But Harmony is what we usually call it. I think that's that's what most of us, like I said, it ran perfectly fine on uh, the Honor Vision TV. Okay. And we had a chance to play with it. Mm -hmm. They made a phone call. I mean, it operated very nicely actually very it didn't look like it had too many issues there's a few little bugs here and there mm -hmm. but nothing that would basically say that it wasn't you know fully flushed but it just wasn't on a phone That's i, I don't problem. imagine you were able to get any footage of it huh the tv or the actual of the tv oh running yeah harmony did you yeah yeah, yeah. That's, oh, okay. we're working on a video for that as well oh, okay maybe i'll have a little bit of the footage here so you get a bit of a tease from tk's video but i, I imagine if tk was able to get that footage jaime was able to as well oh yeah um, jaime has it was actually uh MJ posted a picture. Was it MJ that posted? Uh, no, Haya. Mm. Haya posted a picture of all of us trying to take pictures of the uh, oh, there you go, the Honor Vision. So uh, it was basically myself, Jaime, and then you go down the line. Okay, there was uh, <laughs> a lot of us. So, what was Huawei's general climate when they were addressing um, their company to you guys? Look on, so it was very professional. It was very. Uh, and it was very nice. The people that we worked with uh, over there were very, very nice and very uh, helpful. And they provided us all any any questions we may have had. Sure. Uh, we went through different areas and it wasn't really just like one presentation. We didn't just show up. We sat down. There was uh, basically different events, different venues we went to, different presentation rooms. Um, we got a chance to go see uh, an actual phone being made, a P30 Pro being oh, in, made. in the factory, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we we okay. went from the beginning of the line all the way to the end. We went step by step. Everybody got a chance. No photos, unfortunately. We couldn't take any, any yeah, pictures that's, there. That's what they did, too. Um, I, I remember going on a trip similar to this, yeah. but it was a couple of years back. Whole different. A lot of people. The world is different now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people reference the same, the same uh, that they've been on something similar. Yes. And, um, but that was an experience. If you've never, just to know what it takes to get your phone from parts. I'm talking about like down from the to the microchip to the to the solder joint to the actual board to the actual uh, just everything being put on. And we saw it going through the quality assurance, being <laughs> built. Um, you know, loading the operating system on and booting it up, yep. checking to see if there's sound there. They had people just listening to make sure the speakers were working, and then doing a drop test in the process. And then seeing a phone at the end, and I was like, you know, fully packaged in the box mm -hmm. with the serial numbers and IMEIs and all of that stuff. That was just, I, I wanted them, I told them, I said, um, this should have ended with us getting a phone. 
to see and actually say that I've seen my phone being made. That's really funny because we all said the, the exact same thing. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's like the logical thing, right? You go through <laughs> the whole thing, you see, in, you know, the whole concept come in, and then you see just the box go. I'm like, but that's the phone you should give to to a person that does a review. Like literally, see it hot see, off the press. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's that's what you should do. Um, and they're like, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, we got a chance to see a whole bunch of stuff on their 5G stuff, which is really oh, cool. That's, yeah, so that's the other layer of all of this. Was, yeah. So Huawei on the device side, obviously, are talking about, um, are we going to have Android? Will we be able to certify yeah, the phones? That was a small part. Yeah, they yeah. focused mostly on on everything that they were doing. It yes. wasn't just that. Mm -hmm. It was also their R&D. Uh, also the fact that they believe that uh, to basically allow their employees to own part of the company. That was the other thing they wanted oh, yeah, to explain. That's their culture. It wasn't, it, it's not just a, you know, if, if they needed to raise up uh, more, more money, they actually allow the people to invest more into the company. Mm. Um, and we also got to see that European super that was the psychedelic, next I, was I don't know, the, the like weird. <laughs> psychedelic. <laughs> well, psychedelic because I knew I was, in, I was in China, but it didn't look like I was in China. Yeah. I was literally as if I was walking in the, in the streets of Germany or even Paris. Uh, at one point, one of the shots looked like I was walking up to the Chateau de Versailles, which was an amazing, beautiful castle in Paris. And I've been to myself and he looked so close to it, but it was not Versailles. So it was like, okay, you guys are messing with it. But then the whole thing was also kind of, the, it was but that, super hot. The thing hot. is that European city, and we'll, we'll focus on this, yeah. and then I want to come back to the 5G stuff. Um, that little village, when I went a couple of years ago, they were just building all of that. And they're still they're still expanding. They're not done. Oh, they're not done. They're not okay. done. But people are not living there now, right? Uh, they work there. From the way they explain it to us is people... so. We got on the train mm -hmm. and we, we took the, there's two routes. There's, again, this is the best, not the messed up part. I mean, I'm just saying it's, it's just, it messes with your uh, perception, right? You, we you know where you are. Right. Yeah. So we took a train. <laughs> oh, that, God. So there was two trains. There's the, or, the red line and the orange line. Mm -hmm. The red line only went in smaller route and then the orange line went a lot longer and it was much, uh, that's the one you want to do the, the big tour. Um, and then they were still building a third one that was also going to more and more cities. So you could see some areas. And then, you know, a lot of us were wondering, like, is this like, um, you know, Universal Studios where it was just a facade, right? Are these just basically, you know, you could just topple them down or whatever. So we stopped in, a, in one of the towns and we had lunch there. And it just, they even had a 7-Eleven in there. There was nice. like a 7-Eleven and um, walking <laughs> around, checking around. It, it looks amazing. It looks great. It's hard to believe that this is where they do, you know, work. But they explained to us basically that the big buildings are all office buildings. Oh, just, I thought they were telling us that they were going to be dormitories for their many, many employees. It's at, if maybe some. Which in and of itself sounds insane, right? Yeah, if you think about it. But yeah. the way they explained it was, they said, no, people come to work here. They commute. They have, you know, areas where they can park. They hmm. take the train or, you know, the rail system that they have. Interesting. Um, and it was just, like I said, surreal to just think of it. <laughs> because when we left, we left Shenzhen, which is a, a concrete jungle that looks very much like a, you know, downtown, you know, Hong Kong or New York or something. It just basically looked like a very industrialized building. And then suddenly you're in Europe and you're looking at like... <laughs> very historic, um, you know, monuments and so, I mean, nothing specific. It wasn't copied per se, like this looks exactly like that, but it pulled so much reference. A lot of, yeah, a lot of inspiration from like European or like Victorian architecture, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, no, it, it, like I said, it just, it, at one point I truly felt like I was walking up to the Chateau de Versailles. That's it funny. looked so much like that. And, and uh, Marianne was there and she was taking pictures and it was like, it was just an experience to be in there. 
it just it was too hot. We couldn't stay out <laughs> too long. So that little walk, getting off the train, eating, and then walking up to that little French area, and then getting back on the train, yeah, we were miserable. <laughs> Not yeah, for the and it's just button. all buses is the thing. Anybody out there who might ever be or might be curious about these types of trips, it's bus, bus, bus. Yeah, bus. yeah, yeah. we're it's bussed around buses. everywhere. <laughs> uh, and then we got there, and it was just, yeah. That's definitely one of the big highlights there. They did that, and then it was just like, because I didn't believe it. I've seen it before. I've heard other people being there, and they're like, they have that campus, and I'm like, no, no, this, and it's getting bigger, and it, I just wish there were more people could see it. Yeah. So indeed. they let us take pictures. They uh, even though there was a sign that said no, but uh, you know, on the train and off, and we took a whole bunch of stuff. So um, I'm I'm trying to put my thoughts around trying to put a, a summarization of that because that to me is. Something I think people would love would it's love to just see. Very gnarly, like. yeah. Because like that just goes to show you how big of a company Huawei truly is. That mm -hmm. they could actually build an entire village just for their employees to work in that looks like a European city. Like it, that that sentence I just said sounds insane. It, but it provides so much inspiration if you think about it. It's just so beautiful. Like I think you and I have talked about it in the past. Like when you're a creative, you're trying to work in the creative field, and you surround yourself with other creatives. You feel like you energize yourself. You 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 become yeah. more. You get more inspiration in it. And I think it's when you're trying to uh, inspire people and give them more motivation. I think it's a great way to show them, like, look, you're doing great. This is this looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Nobody in like nobody anywhere else can say that they can you know like they work there if they once they do it's just such a unique experience yeah so for me visiting it it was it was really nice um and then you know we had lunch there it was good uh it just i wish the weather was a little bit better because <laughs> well, we would have done a more walking tour than well that's what, we what southeast asia is like you know yeah. um <laughs> so one quick thing before we get into our mid-break i just wanted to talk real quick about the 5g stuff because i remember seeing yeah. like you were doing speed tests in a lab and whatnot we did the speed test yeah that and was what was the what was the top speed that you got wasn't it, it was 860 i want to say 864 864 megabits it was, per second it was it was in a controlled environment. It was, it, we weren't outside. It was a device that was, we basically walked into a hall yeah. that was uh, like an experience zone for mm -hmm. 5G. Um, it was basically, we walked into the building and we went down and we did the, this little walk around. First thing they did, they showed us how fast it can get. And then um, after that, they showed us also some other implementations of the way they feel like 5G can be, you know, used. They're, they're trying what, what you can do with it, yeah. Well, because they feel like a lot of people just focus on the speed, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, 5G is fast. But why is it fast and what can we do with it? Yeah. Right? It's not just facts for the sake of being fast, just be able to download movies and stuff. That's that's one implementation that <laughs> That is the first thing people think of though. <laughs> well, that's because you know, that's how it applies to us, yeah. right? I mean, at the end of the day when I go home or if I'm getting on a flight and I want to be able to basically binge watch like an entire season of Orange of the New Black, I want to be able to download the whole thing, right? Sure, uh, sure. I didn't finish downloading it on the way back, but I two more episodes. <laughs> uh, but you know, they're saying basically the ability of um, like they used it on drones and they did give us a demo on that. That was really nice. So like syncing data between drones. Data syncing, but also the ability of having like 4K uh, 3D video being broadcasted from, from a drone, the drone. Oh, okay. flying above you, being controlled by somebody and you still being able to get like full high resolution 4K video. That's pretty cool. Um, remote control of, you know, vehicles, delivery uh, trucks, uh, also basically using it for um, they showed us a demo where they had, I guess this uh, like, 
area that's up in the mountain where they have a lot of like uh, I want to say like uh, sea creatures. I couldn't remember the sea exact. Creatures. Yeah, I, I don't want to say uh, like you know uh, orcas or anything like specific because I, I, they didn't show us the area. Okay, but it, it was essentially the way they were using five G to sync and monitor the uh, the life of the animals and, and how they were in the ocean uh, or in the lake up there uh, and how they were able to do it via node transfer. They were able mm. to sync up five G by just basically the fast how far the distance between each node and they went all the way up to the mountain. And it's all wireless. No wires, um, and it's easy to set up. The five G nodes are very small, uh, and they had the different setups, the different sizes. But it, it was an amazing tour. Uh, that experience, and then having us actually put the goggles on for the five G was really nice. So it doesn't seem like Huawei is particularly deterred. Okay, so again, right before we get to our mid break, it, it is the question in everyone's minds. Taking away just for a second all of yeah. the stuff going on in China in general right now, especially mm -hmm. between China and the U.S. As far as a company is concerned and their products and the things they're trying to do, what yeah. kind of message do you feel like Huawei was trying to impart? Not only to you, but to everyone it felt that's like hearing this. Their, their, their statement was business as usual. I didn't, I didn't feel like there was a, you know, come Monday, if we don't hear the right answer, things shut down. Yeah. It, it was not, it didn't seem like it was even a thought. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my, like I said, uh, the, the, the the decision doesn't necessarily just turn off the lights. That's of the course. thing. It's not an automatic turn off lights, but it's, it impacts the future devices. Like you said, the potential devices that could come out. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and when we did get a chance to work with the Mate X, uh, you know, yeah, the, the, the actual iteration of the Mate X that could come out wasn't the one that we saw and could potentially need to go through certification if it changes the hardware. Because the original version that we saw was a long time ago. That's true. And the, the conversation at least that we heard is that it could potentially come out with the whatever the next iteration of the Kirin chipset, the 990, whatever they decide to call it. And at that point, also coming out with Android 10. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk a little bit about that in a second. But first, yeah. let's go ahead and jump into our mid-break. Support for today's show comes from Oregon State University. Earn your Oregon State MBA 100% online from wherever you are. Choose from specialized tracks in organizational leadership, business analytics, marketing, and supply chain and logistics management. Each track was designed with feedback from industry partners as a direct response to market needs. And courses are taught by faculty who have extensive real-world experience. Oregon State is a nationally ranked leader in online education, and its College of Business is AACSB accredited. That is a distinction that only 5% of the world's business schools can claim. As an online student, you earn the same accredited MBA as an on-campus student with the same curriculum taught by the same faculty. You'll learn alongside accomplished leaders from around the world and your global network of peers along with a robust alumni base and employer network will be in your corner committed to your success. Get where you're going faster with the Oregon State MBA and learn more at mba.oregonstate.edu slash pocket now. All right, so we're back from our mid-break. Uh, there are a couple of recurring segments that I want to put out there, but I'll do one really quick. It's pretty obvious what is in our pocket now. Uh, we are working with the Samsung Galaxy Note 10, uh, which last episode was all about, but I wanted to kind of highlight the fact that TK already got his regular Note 10. Yeah. The smaller one, which The feels, baby one. The baby one. It feels sublime, honestly. May I, I? I almost want to say this is like an S10. It feels so a... good. Like, this is such a good, this, this is the perfect size for a phone, especially one that's trying to be big. You um, want to switch, bro? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like the, I, 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 I held both of them at, at Unpacked, and I had an opportunity just to feel like how, to, from a form factor, I, I, 
I like the bigger. I, I like the bigger one more, but the bigger one actually provides more. Also, which is bit, which yeah. is the significant bummer about there being two versions. Which I felt like, yeah, like why? <laughs> so the twelve gigabytes of RAM on here, I am feeling the benefit mainly because I did use Dex for a little bit. So I haven't even fired. Yeah, so I haven't fired up Dex on the on the small one yet. But yeah, no, uh, this one comes with eight. It's not that far back, but and it's higher than what we usually used to come with six. I think with most notes. But I, what I, what I really, the, the challenge that I had with, because you know, I, I, I usually get both, hmm. so I got the 10 and I got the 10 plus. Uh, it's just I felt like the S10 to the S10 plus was a more similar story than what you have with the 10 and the 10 plus on the Note, because in the S10 line they went with the E, so when we went with, you know what I mean, like the display, we went with 1080p over QHD. True. Though I will admit I have not even turned on QHD. So that, and then that was another thing I point yeah. to a whole bunch of people. I usually. Out of the box, most Samsung devices, even if they're QHD compliant, come out at 1080p. So you're getting this resolution anyways, which really, there's a lot of positives to this. And I personally, I don't hate it. I like it. I just prefer the larger one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, with that in mind, uh, talking about, I, I did get a comment on one of my earlier videos mm -hmm. about how, hey, I said in the video, hey, open up your display settings. I bet you, if you're using a Samsung device, it says FHD Plus right now. Yeah, if, if you and never sure played enough, with it before. Yeah. yeah, sure enough. I got a bunch of comments that are like, wow, I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a weird thing. I don't know why. It, it, well, it's the same thing with even with some of the other devices that, that support, let's say, higher refresh rate. They come mm -hmm. out of the box with 60 frames. So I'm like... That's true. Um, okay, so speaking of comments on a Note 10 Plus video, I do want to respond to a few comments from the previous episode, which was all about the colors of the Note 10 Plus. That episode was, of course, with uh, my girlfriend, Issa Rodriguez, who's all about the colors of these different phones. Uh, so let's go ahead and get through a few of the top comments. Jesse Diaz, for a moment, I saw more fingerprints than color. Yeah, it's a glass phone. That's true. Hence why I have a case. <laughs> I loved this one. Sayan Saha said, uh, it only reminds me of the backside of an old 700 megabyte CD. You oh, see the bottom? Man, yeah. The, well, <laughs> it, it, it does. It does. And, and he's not the first person. I've heard it before. Mm -hmm. It does look like the backside of a CD, <laughs> if you remember what they are. Yeah. Uh, Marsh One Jr. Uh, about the headphone jack, it's about a matter of being able to charge your phone and also listen to it, not having to worry about the Bluetooth headphones battery life too. Yeah. Kind of true. Yeah. I mean, everything's running on batteries now. And yes, if something dies, you're, you're out of luck for a bit. But it's also because they didn't give us options, right? Like mm -hmm. In the box, we didn't get... There's no like adapter. A, yeah, there's no adapter or even actually even an accessory to pick up that has the, the splitter. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's, it's like you, you remove something, but you didn't give us the solution, at least with the first time you do it. So. Yeah. Betty Sakuma. Uh, she's right. Talking about Isa. She's right. It's a mirror, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I ordered the white, but was very disappointed with the color choices that they were so bad. I nearly stayed with my beautiful lilac Note 9. That one, that's a good one. Yeah, Isa, Isa knows. And then um, probably just the last one, since we're uh, kind of making the show a little bit short for this week. Um, where was it? Ah, JK. Again, another one for Isa. She'll probably like this one. All of the colors should be available everywhere. Yes, because <laughs> the red one is the one I wanted. I, I, at, at oh, yeah, that's right. You bought the Note 10. It was here. You could only get black or white. Yep. That's ridiculous. It, it's a it's a frustrating because the weird part about it, it probably will release, but like later. And by that point, you're already invested in it. You're not going to, you know, you wouldn't sell you wouldn't sell the phone just to get the color at that point. But mm -hmm. if you were getting into it and you had the option, then that's where you get people to pay that little bit more, Samsung. Hint. <laughs> but yeah yeah and then what was it the uh, note 10 plus that blue one 
is only for Best Buy, right? I think so. And yeah. then the red one was your, uh, I want to say it was at Europe? or uh, We did see e one of our friends uh, uh, pop up with the red one in India. Yeah, uh, yeah it was India. It's the second. What is it? Okay, I got to figure out what it is with India and red. Is it, a, is it a preference maybe? I don't I, know. I did, Let us know in the comments. Yeah, because OnePlus did the uh, same thing with their OnePlus One. Oh, fair. It's yeah. the only place they release it in red. Uh, every other market get the shiny silver. Yeah, indeed. Okay, so uh, we'll get back to more device talk from Huawei. You got a chance to play with the Mate X. A slightly updated version is what I kept hearing. Slightly updated, but not final. Still being worked on. Okay. So supposedly it, it's been updated. So, so it was updated though. They wouldn't specify. No. But not only that, when you looked into it, the software wasn't final because it still says Android 3.1 on top of Android 5. <laughs> uh, like, EMUI 3.1 over Android 5.1. Huawei has always been, uh, always does that whenever uh, they're working on software and it's not final. Mm. Uh, they change the information. So it's yes. basically just headers information so that you don't know what it is. Uh, for the most part, the software looked like it was pretty much finalized. Uh, there was a few glitches here and there. It was, uh, it was Android. It was Android. Sure. It was... It, clarifying it, that. Yeah. <laughs> so no... There's... I, I did say that somebody, I think... The reality of the matter is, even if they do switch, let's uh -huh. say they do switch to another operating system, yeah. the user wouldn't know. They're not running stock Android. They wouldn't see what Android looks like. But isn't it that the apps that support, that only run on Android would not be able to run though? No, actually the current version from what, from what for at, at least the way I understood, unless they didn't explain it correctly, current versions of Android apps do run. Not the final one, not when Android Q comes out. I'm not sure if that changes something in there. Mm -hmm. But the current versions of Android apps will run it within Harmony. On Harmony? Oh. So Harmony wasn't so far off from Android that it just basically, you know, like French and Japanese kind of thing. We're talking- but the, but the runtime is not part of the license of Android? That, he wouldn't go into specifics when I got in. That's it. really odd, because that, that is the assumption everyone is making, is, is that, that it is you lose Android, you can't do the runtime, you can't run apps. It's the way they explain it is current version of at least the beta that we, that we saw, the MUI 10.0, um, and the basically current version of Harmony OS are compatible, but they don't know what would happen down the road. Okay. Fair but as far as specifics, what runtimes we didn't get, it, we don't get a chance to look at the code. That's the problem. Yeah, we barely even had a chance to. So that's right. We didn't see it on a phone, so there was no way to try to download anything. Um, and the only one we did see was on the TV that they had control on, and they basically booted up and turned off. We barely got. It. I barely had my hands on the remote for like a little bit, just to take a quick picture. But other than that, it's it's an interesting experience. Like I said, we need to see it on a device to, to understand it a little bit more, Yeah. but it doesn't seem like it's so far off that it's like night and day. That's really interesting. That's such a, that's a very specific nuance that I did not think about that they could still run apps as long as Harmony supported those apps. Mm -hmm. But I thought that the actual, like on a fundamental level, I thought that the like running apps as part of an Android thing. No, it's it, an operating system. Well, keep in know? mind, they brought Android app, uh, applications over to Chrome OS. It, it's not, it hmm. depends on the source and how, what is basically the fundamental building blocks of Harmony. Okay. And we don't really get that specific. Like I said, is so, it on a more fundamental level than I was thinking of? Like it's a Java Python thing? Depends, again, it depends on how or they Or rather it. Linux, I should say. It's, yeah. It, I think it, it, they may have some shared commonalities. I don't think they reinvented the wheel. Of I course. Think they, they morphed. So the maybe that, maybe that part makes a little more sense to me. That on the on the on the pure code level, it's mm -hmm. Linux anyway. So yeah, if you can make your app, uh, they can make that. it work. But it, it depends on how the new versions of Android and depending on how 
harmony ends up being. Like I said, we haven't seen the, what it actually is doing <laughs> on a, on a device. Yeah, because, yeah. like I said, web it's running it on a TV. The interface is very very. Uh, it's not similar to a, a to a phone. It always runs in the same aspect ratio. Uh, again, the, the details behind it are harder to look at. I see. We couldn't go into the settings tab. We couldn't look into any specifics. I got you. But it was. Uh, well, how about the the phone itself? Are you still excited about foldables? And did this extra? Oh, this was your first time looking at the Mate X. It's my first time looking at okay. the Mate X. So your your impression. Then I should say, uh, it's <laughs> it felt right. This is really this is telling though because it, you, it you, is you're because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to jump back into that moment when I first held it. There was a lot of us there, and it was a hard mm -hmm. time trying to get my hands on it for as long as I was able to hold it. Um, it the mechanism is very solid. It okay. feels very good, um, and 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 not not the not the quote uh, Juan Carlos here. It feels very good in the hand, Juan. <laughs> Sorry. Um, every time I say this, he jumps into the back of my mind. Uh, the, the interface was very nice. The transitions were good. The, the colors were really good. Um, we still have that bubble in there, which kind of bugged me. But 90% of the time, I didn't see it when I was holding it. I only saw it when other, you know, other YouTubers or other Also, when creators. it's folded, of course, it's not. No. When you're yeah. using it in what should be. I feel like, okay, here, here, here you go. Yeah. You, your first time using the Mate X, what configuration are you going to use it the most in? Is it going to be folded or folded out? So for me, 90% of the time, it's probably going to be uh, folded. I'm not going to yeah, actually see? unfold it. Mm -hmm. But that's where I, I felt like it was a much better implementation than when I saw with the Samsung, uh, the, the Galaxy, the Galaxy Fold. Fold. Yeah. The moment I held it and I picked it up and I was like, wait, I can do everything I want on this phone without having to open it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the right solution for a foldable. The other way around makes no sense yeah, because you're true. begging me to open it up, especially when you make... So for me, it's just the, the, way, they, the way that we have it on Samsung coming out at least right now is just that the, the outer display is not as functional as the inner display. Had they made them basically yeah. very similar, like or a maybe three a little bit bigger, grade or something like yeah, that? It, yeah, it was almost like almost like this is like a, a peak window a little it's bit. It's a palm on the front. You can do very little, <laughs> very very minimal amount of things in there, and then it forces you to go in. Yep. it's a great. I mean, the display on the inside looked great. We didn't get a chance to play with it either at, at the uh, S uh, the S10 launch or even the Note. There was no presence of the uh, the fold on in the demo area. So that's you know for after the show. Mm -hmm. um, but holding the Mate X. Using it, the sound quality, playing videos on it. I didn't get a chance to play some games. I wish I had an opportunity to play some games just to see how the frame rate and the just the experience. Uh, but it just it felt good. It's solid. It's not heavy, which is surprising yeah. um, for the fact that it ran like around like a forty five hundred million battery. I think it's a little bit bigger than what we had on the uh, on the uh, P thirty Pro. Uh, but ninety percent of the time, if you took it out of your pocket, you could do everything you want, and that's what I loved about it. You can use the back cameras um, and use the dual view option. That was really functional. Mm -hmm. The ability that just, um, we had Hubert um, with us over there and he was just modeling for all of us. And then you have the ability of showing the uh, the, the subject the, a preview of what they look like while you're composing the picture. That's so good. they have the ability of basically agreeing or disagreeing with you. So I'm surprised Issa didn't... Uh React to that just now. <laughs> Going to re restate what you were saying. So one of the, the really cool one of the cool things about the Matex is the ability of actually when you have it folded uh, to show the person that you're taking a picture of a preview what of what they look like, like when you're taking. It's, the so eye. it's not me just taking a picture of you, but that entire back display. You look at yourself. You set up your own configuration, whatever you want to look like, whatever you want to do, and it's a big enough display that you can make. You can see what you're doing. The whole screen like yeah. wraps around. Well, because now. the cameras are set up on one end. Well, so, wasn't there that Vivo phone that had the little screen on the back? No, it wasn't no. Meizu. Oh, Meizu. The, the, yeah. So, uh, 
but it, just the way they did it, it worked very nice. It wasn't intuitive when you first turned it on, but once you hit that dual view, I'm like, wow. I'm getting goosebumps. It, 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 <laughs> I, when I saw that, I'm like, that's when you make the phone functional. It's no longer a pretty phone that folds. It's a yeah. phone that actually has purpose. And that's one of the reasons why I'm not, I don't want to get the, uh, the Galaxy, the Galaxy Fold anymore. anymore. Yeah, it's, to me, it's more like... Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, nothing's wrong with the design, but I want it to be functional. I don't want something to just look pretty. If yeah. it looks pretty, it'll fade away because then something else will look pretty. It has to have purpose and they made it functional. Yeah. The camera array on the back, you see, you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You want it in tablet mode, you open it. You close it, you close it. But when you have it closed, it works like a full phone. So funny thing, I've never been excited over foldable phones, but that just makes me want to try one. It's, yeah, made X, it's a indeed. functional thing and it's a functional thing that you could definitely see people benefiting from. It's yeah, it's not a gimmick. It's not something you could just oh yeah, no. Having a full display that functions that way and you can configure and set up your own thing and then I'm still in control without having to flip the camera, reposition yeah. and lose where I am and all of that. So there's a but there's a it's a very tangible benefit. Yeah. That that actually I mean definitely between us will be I very useful. I should imagine myself using that right yeah. And that is my one test if I want something. If I can see it in real life scenarios and mm. I can imagine using it, yeah. I want it. That is the first thing that anyone's ever told me that has made me want to try that folding phone. Yeah. As a as a foldable, yeah. So I'm guessing Huawei had no info on like release or well, they, so they're saying <laughs> they're saying sometime possibly November, which coincides with emui 10 it's gonna be a whole oh okay that makes that, sense that's that's roughly why so samsung said september so remember back in the day it was supposed to be like may june and then it was like october november kind of thing mm -hmm. so i feel like they're playing the game of let them release it first i don't know yeah because that's what happened right they true, they, true. they learned from what happened to samsung and they're lear they're they're working on some of their stuff so my understanding is that uh, the button configuration that we had there was also not final they were going to smooth it out a little bit more it was a little bit more pronounced you're fine. It's cool. It uh, wasn't. It wasn't as pronounced. It, it's not going to be as pronounced. But uh, potentially the Kirin, the new Kirin chipset, as well as possibly EMUI 10, which would make sense. You'd want to have it running, but uh, I'm not sure as to having it being tested on it because it re uh, wasn't running EMUI 10. I, yeah. Um, because they showed us some of the uh, some of the new animations and everything that were going into EMUI 10, we didn't see that on the current version. Gotcha. So, okay. But they have a few months. Okay, so. fair enough. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll go ahead and uh, call it on that one. It was all about Huawei, all about the Mate X. I almost said 10. Mate X. <laughs> well, I mean, it will be if it runs EMUI 10. That'll but there be was a fun. But there was already a Mate 10. Wasn't That's there? true. Yeah. That there is a Mate 10 and there's Mate 10 Pro, there's yep. Mate 20. Mm -hmm. So they have to say X. Yeah, so the Mate X. Mate Cross. The Mate X. So it was all about that. If you are excited about the Mate Wakanda X, let forever. us know I why. Just, yeah, <laughs> I just, I, well, I just did this and once I saw myself, I'm like, Wakanda forever. I'm yep. like, okay, great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's when you get too many cross branding in your head, right? You yeah, know, mate, very, X, very well, true. Anyways. All right, so we're going to go ahead and call on this one. Um, let us know. Oh, the question for this episode, and we'll talk about it in our next episode with some of your top comments. Are you still excited about the Mate X foldables in general? Uh, that's going to be your first question. The second one will be, how do you feel about Huawei and uh, where they are, the trajectory at the moment? Of course, the big piece of news from recently is that uh, they have 90 more days here in the U.S. But if you, yeah. but of course, Huawei is a global brand. They're all over the place, and mm -hmm. they're also in Europe as well. So a lot of you are all over the place. Let us know how you feel about Huawei from wherever you are. Uh, from there, TK, why don't you go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you? So pretty simple. Let's look up TK Bay. Uh, but uh, basically on Twitter, on Instagram, it's TKDSL. 
8655. Don't ask me why I have that name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just TK Bay over at XDA or even on my channel, TK Bay on YouTube. All right, wonderful. P uh, pocket, let me just cut through that. Pocket Now is found at Pocket Now on Instagram, Twitter, pretty much everywhere that you might be enjoying your social media. And the podcast itself is available on YouTube, which you might be watching right now, but also you can listen to it on any of your favorite podcasting apps. I already gave you the question of this episode, but you can also drop some likes on the videos, give us some reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, any of the different podcasting platforms. And as far as I am concerned, you know me, I am JV. I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. I am at JV Tech Tea all over the social medias as well. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and call it on that one. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you in our next episode.